heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. I mean, it, it is safe to say that most of us, probably all of us, don't recognize the country we live in anymore. And it's changing rapidly. Uh, and I'd like to say it'd be great if it was for the better, but it does, surely does not feel that way. In fact, I don't know anybody on either side of the political aisle who would think that. Uh, it's a difficult, uh, you know, moment here we have in, in our uh, lives, all of us. But but it's also, you know, there's something to say about that, though. There's, it's also an opportunity, though. You know, anytime these things happen the way they do, it's an opportunity to get it right, to fix things, uh, you know, and get back on solid ground. And that's kind of some of what we'll talk about today here, friends. Welcome into the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm out loud here. Uh, so I want to so take a little bit deeper dive today, do something a little different with you, but I really want to talk about crime and a different elements. And, I, and I've got a couple of terrific folks coming on who I have so much admiration and respect for, who have the facts and the data, who, who know this area uh, far better than I, and, uh, and and I'm sure many of you as well. So let's let's talk about that. And I want to, let me first do this. When I talk about things changing rapidly, what do I mean by that? Well, all right. So the other night, I was on the, the phone with my daughter. Now, my daughter, and I, I'll give you some information, but I can't give all the details uh, for security and privacy reasons. Um, but she goes to a, a college uh, in a state that a young college girl was just murdered in uh, recently here. That gives you any concept. And uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful university. She's in her senior year. And we've always been pretty uh, steadfast on security uh, with her from the beginning, you know. Uh, but so the other night she calls me and she said, and I was just coming out of a meeting, what have you. And it was a little bit later on in the evening where she was coming out of a class, you know, in the, uh, in the um, school. They have classes at all times with the professors in college, of course, as you can imagine, right? And uh, so she's coming out and she calls me. She said, Dad, she said, I, I can't I can't get a hold of mom and I, I can't get a hold of her and her boyfriend. I'm going to leave nameless, but her uh, boyfriend said, I can't get a hold of them. Uh, uh, I said, what's the matter? She said, well, somebody's following me. Somebody's following me. I said, what? What? what what's going on? What do you mean following you where? Because the protocol is she takes the bus from the school, provides the bus and or you take an Uber or you take some transportation. You don't walk across the town. You can't even do it at noontime anymore, let alone at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night when it's dark out. Look at what happened to that other girl. I mean, they've, they've been killed at noontime of the day. I mean, it doesn't matter what time of day it is, friends. These people are brazen. They're brazen. They're hard-ass criminals. And so so she, so she says, uh, well, the bus was full. And then I waited a little bit, but the other bus was full. And I just decided to walk. I said, oh, my golly. And I was not a happy camper. She knows better. I have taught her better. I have, and it only takes one time. You know, the saying on this, friends, is wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time, and you pay the consequences. And you might pay the consequences with your life. And if it isn't your life, you'll be badly brutalized or raped or just whatever. It's hard to imagine that people are such savages, but they are friends. 
And so, so I said, stop, where, where are you? Well, I'm still downtown, she says, but I'm, I'm going to walk. I said, how far of a walk? You're talking a little bit, should be about 15, 20 minutes. I said, absolutely not. But dad, I said, get an Uber immediately. Do you do not walk across that town? But dad, I used the Uber early. I don't want to spend the money again. I said, honey, I said, so what are we going to say, $12? Do I put that on your tombstone or what, that we saved $12 for an Uber ride? Be- because what, you didn't, come on now. You can't do that. You have to have protection at all times. You cannot walk across the de- at this hour of the day, or really at any hour of the day. I, 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 it doesn't even matter what hour of the day it is. I just don't recommend it at all. You know, maybe at a different time, we would have done that, but not today, friends. And so I said, where are you? She said, is there a place you can walk in right now, a retail or whatever? She said, yes, right here. I said, walk in there, please. She did. I said, now, call right now. The call for first of all, this person to follow me. She said, I don't see them right now, but they've been following me at every corner and turn around. And she's pretty good at watching things. I know that. But you know, again, what do you do, right? So I said, Listen, you get a hold, you call an Uber right now, and you do not go anywhere without having a drive back. But it's not a far drive, it doesn't matter. And then she come up with different reasons as to why she didn't. She knew I was really upset with her to make that decision. I said, honey, I said, this isn't worth it. Your life is not worth uh, taking any chances whatsoever. You're more important than any of this. I said, so you cannot do this again. You have to promise me. And she's usually pretty good, but I was surprised this night, you know? And she said, yes, I promise, I promise. And, you know, she realized the severity of the moment and she watches everything. She sees the news. And I said, why would you do that? I said, "You, you know the rules here. You cannot do this. She said, I know, I just felt I could get back there easy. I said, honey, it takes one bad decision, one bad moment in our lives, and that's all it takes. Wow. It's a sad state of affairs, isn't it, friends? You know, that's where we're at in 2024. You know, how many parents like me worry about this stuff, you see? Right? Right or wrong, you know? Wrong place, wrong time, you pay the price. We're in a different world today. We have to protect ourselves to the highest order. They're brazen. And it's not just the common criminals. There's plenty of that around. The escalation of crime, there's plenty of that around. People wanting to do evil or steal from people, there's plenty of that around as well. They're stealing your technology now, your iPhones, beating the hell out of you, putting in front of your eyes, open it up, taking all your data, ripping you off. This is everywhere now. And this is the kind of world where it's like, you remember when you were a kid and you watched those futuristic movies in a third world environment? Yeah, it was never going to happen here in our country. I mean, this was America after all, right? I mean, who would do that? We never would have a president do what this particular administration is doing, would we? Hard to fathom, isn't it? Hard to fathom. That's where we're at right now. It's a wild west. And the criminal intent is everywhere. I mean, you've got your regular criminals, you've got your common criminals, you've got your criminals that want to take advantage, you've got your criminals that just want to do harm, just for the spite of it. You've got your migrant criminals, you've got your criminals coming from third world countries who that's what they're raised in. They have no, no value for human life whatsoever. They do not care. They're happy to brutalize somebody, destroy them for what? For a phone, for 20 bucks, or just for whatever, just because they want to. Or for what? For sexual gratification, because they're perverts. That's the world we're living in right now. So I want to share that story with you now to see, so you understand where my 
frame of mind is. Now, putting all that aside, that was as a father. As a professional and as a broadcaster here, naturally, I'm angry with what's happened to our nation. And yes, like you, I want to kick their asses. I'm not talking just the criminals. I'm talking about the elite who have done this, who have put so many people in jeopardy in our nation. And it needs to stop. How do you fix all this? It's not going to be an easy fix. I mean, they're everywhere. They're in our cities. They're in our towns. They're in our suburban and rural areas. Areas. Nobody is safe from this stuff, people. you got to realize what you're dealing with here. And you've got to protect yourself at all ends. And, and that's kind of where we're at now. I find, do you find yourself looking around yourself more? Do you find yourself like looking behind you or in your sides or, you know, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Do you find yourself doing that? I know I do. I don't take any chances at all, you know, and that's kind of where we're at. Let's get into it now. And let's bring on here. Sergeant Betsy Smith is here. And uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith is a spokesperson for the National Police Association and a, just a long, beautiful career in, in uh, law enforcement. And uh, Lieutenant Jay Smith, again, two incredible folks, one of the most recognized police trainers uh, in law enforcement. And they're both committed to the the safety security of Americans and have really dedicated their lives to this uh, profession who, and this profession, this uh, profession of uh, law enforcement has been under siege for some time, sadly, but it is. Uh, Sergeant Betsy, Lieutenant Dave, welcome to the broadcast. You hear my story. I, I did not tell you I'd be sharing that up front, but sometimes personal stories can can really hit home. And uh, I share that, not um, because I think it's important to tell people our frame of mind. Now, tell me what you gather from the story I just shared with you. What are your feelings about that? Uh, what, what do you think? Well, first of all, Malcolm, thanks for having us. And I've had that conversation with our youngest daughter when she was residing in Chicago, Illinois. You know, one of the most crime-ridden cities in this nation and and you you know i was listening to you talk about it. she knows better i've talked to her about this all this but but you know this is the thing most people aren't criminals so most people are a little bit aghast when they think man i i don't know i don't want to be paranoid i don't want to think badly of somebody i don't want to think everybody's a criminal i don't want to be so paranoid and yet we truly are in a society where people who really never had to worry about being victimized uh, in a lot of areas in this nation now have to worry about it or it's already happened to them. Yeah, well, you know, I hear you, um, but what what are the options when you say not all people are criminals, but, but you know, Lieutenant Dave, I mean, don't we kind of have to, I mean, in today with everything coming at us the way it is, and trying to protect our persons, our homes, our uh, there are cities you can't even leave your car anymore out on the sidewalk or in any place. They'll, they'll smash everything, bitch slap you, and take whatever you got. <laughs> I mean, this is happening all over the place. It's it's not a fairy tale. So, but you kind of almost have to. I mean, correct me on this. I, I I almost think people need to assume people are have bad intents now because you just don't know, and you just don't know anymore. Right or wrong. Exactly. No, Malcolm, and you were so wise to direct your daughter to do what the prudent action was in this day and age. You know, one of the problems is, it, it, other than a few people who are crying out, warning us to be careful, look out, you know, situational awareness, all these things that, that, that you hear from time to time. Meanwhile, at the 6 o'clock, the 10 o'clock news, 
most of these crimes are being ignored. And, you know, you have a high profile one like in Georgia, but for every one of those that makes a national headline, there's dozens and dozens and dozens more who are not, and again, not reported on. And it's sort of one of those things. If it doesn't happen in your life space, you don't pay attention to it. And it's just like the economic pressures in our country today. The criminality is rising worse and worse and worse, and nobody's paying attention. And what's worse, groups like the FBI a few years ago changed the way they report crime. And that was in 2021. So now a lot of the agencies are not getting their stuff reported. And then on top of that, the average studying how their people themselves report uh, their crime it's like 40% of people who are victimized don't call the police because they don't trust the system. So what's happening is we're, we're seeing this massive rise in crime. We're seeing borders that are wide open. And again, you know, the one place, Malcolm, that this administration has managed to reduce crime is Venezuela. Their crime weights way down. You know why? Because they're all here. Uh literally marauding. Do, do we know that to be true? Do What you just said, is that just a comment you're making, or do we know that to be true? That's Venezuela. true. No, it's absolutely true. It, you know, the, you know, Malcolm, let's, America, again, we don't have a memory, but in 1980, uh, Jimmy yeah. Carter let Castro emptied his prisons. The idea was we were going to get all his political prisoners. Well, we did, but we got a quarter of a million people who were criminals, and they flooded the United States with this highly trained, because they're all military trained, criminal element. And there were gang wars all over the country. And Las Vegas, in fact, was the first agency to really sit down and study it. And they discovered that within three years of the Cubans arriving at Muriel, we had seen an arms race in the gangs. And now cops were being shot, not with 22s anymore, but with 9 millimeters and 45s. In other words, this military-trained criminal group forced our criminal element to actually arm themselves to a higher level. Okay. Now, that was only a quarter of a million people. we right. got 7 million people who we don't know who they are, right. really. Well, let's stay in this space for just a few moments now, uh, Dave and Betsy. I want to stay right here where you just said, Dave. And and here's here's the thing now. A couple of stats I want to share with you, and I, I'd like to know what you know about it. Now, you mentioned Venezuela. The reports I've heard recently, specifically in Venezuela, and Venezuela has some very serious crime gangs. Um, these gangs are, they're vicious. I mean, we're talking, Dave, these are, Betsy, these are, I mean, these are the worst of worst. These are Satanist yep. bastards. I mean, these are, these people are, they, they're not humans. They're, I don't know what they are. And, and I was a, and I felt this when I was looking at the border pictures six, eight months ago, and I had the best of the, I had Tom Homan on here all the time, Mike Gregorian, uh, Andrew Arthur, Todd Benson, all the best immigration voices in the country. And they would tell me, listen, I see the pictures, I see the videos. And I knew looking at these guys, they're a rough looking group. I mean, this is what was coming over the border. Now, I understand that Venezuela did the same thing you just referenced about Cuba. They did empty a lot of their prisons. Of course, these people hate us. They want to do harm to us, these, these, um, these uh, third world uh, countries and these uh, dictators. They, they hate America. And this is a great way for them to get back at us, basically, they're doing, especially with an administration like this that is out of their collective minds here. So I've seen some stats that were given to me. Now, just a couple of days ago, and let me share them to you both. And this is startling now from what I understand here. And this, these stats are all from the CBP. And they're, so they're real, real world data here. So as I understand it right now, and you can either agree or, detail, or tell me this is wrong or right or whatever, but there are 15,000 criminal 
alien gang members that have been arrested so far this year. 15,000 arrested so far. That That's all we know. How many? We, we know we don't. Many of them are just running free. We're talking millions of people, as you just stated. They've been like on this country. Now, we still have, even with what's been happening with Texas, uh, the governor saying, I've had enough. And finally, the state's rights pushing back on the feds and telling the feds to knock it off, which every state needs to do that. The feds are out of control, no matter who the hell is running that that uh, circus up there, Republicans or Democrats. It's a hellhole. And uh, they're out of control. 5,000 a day are still, that's a good day, are still coming over the border right now. And already in 2024, we're just crossing the, we're just early in, early in the year here, Dave, Betsy. We're still, we're now approaching a million, a million already. We're just in the early part of 2024. When you look at all those numbers, what I just shared with you, what do you know about this? When it comes to this migrants, uh, these numbers and the, these criminals that are all over our country now, they're in towns, they're in cities, they're in rural, suburban, nobody's safe. I mean, it's sort of like the 80s that you just mentioned, but far worse now, Dave. So what do you know about this? What can you tell us more? Well, you know, you're exactly right. The problem you see is, and what again, it's this, this constant stream of lies we hear from the administration. These are not families. Everyone listening, if you're not, I <laughs> live in Tucson. I live in Arizona. I, my house is 80 miles from the Nogales border in Arizona. Tucson sector is the where you're talking about those 5,000 a day. That's us. We're ground zero. Our airport, They, I, I was at our board of supervisors for our county the other day meeting. We're paying 700000 every two months to transport illegal aliens all over the country. The cab company alone is making hundreds of thousands of dollars transporting them around town. They, th this is all a big scam. And the problem is, folks, we don't know anything about these people. When you're at the airport, you see the separate line for the illegal immigrants. There isn't a whole bunch of families, but there's a lot of military-age men, many of them uh, from the continent of Africa, from Eastern Europe. You see, uh, and again, it's not, you know, everybody always thinks, well, aren't, aren't they Mexican immigrants? And they're not Mexican immigrants. They're not anymore. They're not even Central American. They're not South American. They're from all over the world, uh, and they're males. They're military-aged, and they are not happy. They're not. They're not smiling at the other passengers. That's right. That's right. It's just. It just. It is literally in that airport a microcosm of the tragedy in America. These people aren't here to assimilate. We don't even know what they're here for. Economic, maybe criminal probably because they've already broken a lot of be here and yes occasionally you see the family but that's not what's happening yeah, and this yeah. this constant stream well we've got a these are refugees no if they're refugees they'd have stayed in mexico right so they're dave our refugees. southern border has become a, a turnstile basically it's like a disney oh, yeah. camp right where you're just they're just checking people in process them that the, the, the Biden, Biden administration just wants more money to process these people and these criminals Dave, what, let's get to the point. What the hell is going on? How does this even get by in the light of day? Why isn't every American blowing a gasket right now? Democrat, Republican, independent, minus the communists. What is going on with this? How does this happen? How do we allow it? I mean, why aren't the Republicans up in Congress taking Biden and dragging him out by his freaking neck out into the Congress steps and doing some? I mean, this is BS. It's crazy. You know, and if your congressman or your senator is a Republican, you should demand exactly what Malcolm said. Stand up. We've elected you to represent us, not people from the third world, not people from other countries, but the United States. You're here to 
to protect us as citizens that are not doing it. And folks, yeah, you're not seeing it because they're hiding it from you. These people come across, they transport them immediately. All these NGOs, they transport them immediately into Tucson and they get processed immediately. We hide them out and we bought a bunch of hotels here in town. Uh, Catholic charities and a few other groups, they're making millions and millions around this scam. And when they discovered, some of you may have seen a reported the other day, went into the Ramada here and discovered they wouldn't allow her to see and film what's happening there. So what yeah, did they do? Yeah, They've yeah. emptied that Ramada, Malcolm. They put them in different hotels and motels <laughs> all over town. This is all, this is a weird thing. And what is it about? No explanation. No explanation, no explanation to you as a citizen of why they're doing this, why you're spending this money, why you're putting your family at risk in the future. They don't tell you anything. And we should stand up. Like you said, Malcolm, folks, you got to get mad. Yeah, no, you, you do. You got to get, what do they say? Mad as, mad as hell? Is that the way that goes? Dave? You know? <laughs> exactly. Like, mad as hell. Sergeant Betsy, with this and, you know, what does... Um, what, what does the National Police Association say about all of this escalation now? Because this is on top of the fact that our crime was already out of control. Our cities are, it, you know, and it's not just the blue cities. I mean, it's it, it's everywhere now. It's absolutely everywhere. I mean, these, and the Democrats, these mayors and governors, I mean, they're complaining, they're yelling, they're screaming. They don't have the money. They don't have anything else. But what is what is the National Police Association saying about anything about this stuff, Betsy? Well, of course, we're incredibly frustrated because... Some of the victims of crime in this country are police officers. You know, we just this weekend, we've had at least seven police officers shot uh, too fatally and we're being lied to by the government. You know, just the other day, Joe Biden gave a press conference and talked about the historic decline in crime and he cited the increase in crime in 2020 and then talked about how is his administration is bringing it down with and these are just lies if you recall 2020 if anybody recalls what was happening in 2020 the law enforcement profession and our entire justice system was vilified and demonized to the point where cops quit making arrests criminals were doing whatever they wanted to so of course Crime was on the rise. So you're seeing a slight downtick in certain crimes in places like Chicago. But in Memphis, they just had record-breaking homicides. In Washington, D.C., their carjackings are up an insane amount. And most of them are committed with guns. Remember, Washington, D.C. is one of the most gun-controlled uh, cities huh. in this yeah. nation yeah. they're mostly uh c- you know committed by juveniles and i could go on and on and on and again like dave brought up at the beginning i want everybody to remember this if 42 percent of crime goes unreported mm-hmm. then it looks like crime has gone down crime is not going down and indeed what is happening is it is moving into the suburbs and we are still not able to recruit the number of law enforcement officers right, right. we are going to need. So are people not reporting uh, not reporting as much of this, uh, Sergeant Betsy? Is, are people just not reporting a lot of these things or what's going on? 
No, if you, Malcolm, if you have a perception that your district attorney or your state's attorney is not going to do anything about your crime, or you I have see. a perception that the police department yeah, isn't yeah. going to take a report and nothing's going to happen to the yeah. bad guy. Yeah. You, and I'll tell you, Dave and I have done this. We have, our office has been vandalized. We don't report it. We just clean it up because we know that the police. That's a great point. And that's actually happening. You're right. That is happening. And there are other people that not only are they not reporting things, um, but um, uh, the, um, the, you know, the numbers are being skewed badly. The each political party takes the numbers and they twist them however they want to twist them, of course. So and I heard those reports actually just recently, Sergeant Betsy, about well, crime where the administration was trying to. Uh, the, I mean, these people, you know, they have such incredible audacity. I mean, he, these people are I mean, it, it really is on steroids here. And, you know, the, really, you just can't imagine, Dave, how they lie like hell. They have the nerve to get up there. It's like for as an example, Dave, Betsy, as an example. Over the past few years, I mean, if we all had, um, you know, a buck for every time. One of these clowns in that administration told us the border secure, the border secure, the border secure. It's just every time they said it, uh, that if we just had a buck for each time, not that we heard it or not, but just a dollar, I guarantee you we'd be able to fly somewhere very extravagant in the world and live first class in every regard from that lie that these people have done. Same thing with crime. They do the crime, same story. They put it out there, you know, and all oh, the crimes come down. They twist the numbers and everything else to bring, because this is, you know, election year and they're going to lie, cheat and steal like hell. You know, for the first time, you know, Biden now goes down to the border to like anybody really gives a rat's ass what he's doing. I mean, are these people that naive or that stupefied that they think Americans are that dumb? And I guess some of them are guys that they actually yes. buy that crap. Is that right? I believe you're right. I think that's one of the people that if it doesn't affect me, I don't care. I think that's a lot of people's attitude. Yeah. You know, the people just right now, the people listening to you, they are awake, not woke. They're awake. They know what's going on. But the vast majority of Americans, they're not going to even they're not going to pay it to even if the news is on. It's just background to them. Then they're waiting for their famous their favorite uh, show to come on. They're not paying attention until their son, their daughter or they get mugged or they're they're vandalized or stolen or their their store gets disrupted by criminals they don't pay attention and this is the problem this is we are really in that january 10th mindset from 2001 where america's asleep at the wheel and it's going to take a horrible uh 111 uh you know i mean uh, you know 2001 911 event 9 to wake us yeah. up yeah, yeah. Well, and Malcolm, I would, you know, you you alluded to the Lake and Riley case in Georgia, yeah. and I would bet, I would bet that most people don't know that that sheriff ran on not cooperating with ICE, not cooperating yeah. with yeah. federal immigration officials, and I bet most people don't know that the mayor ran on being a sanctuary city. So th this is a thing. People are not, you know, we're all eating up with who's going to be president. People need to pay right. attention. And we've talked right. about this before. Right. Who's on your county board? Who's on your city council? Amen. Amen. You know, who is your prosecutor? Yeah. We still have over 75 George Soros installed rogue prosecutors yeah. who don't want criminals to post bail. That's why going back to the immigration problem, We've seen these illegal immigrants who beat the hell out of New York cops and they're, you know, running free the next day. We had a young girl raped in Utah by an illegal alien, you know, got out, 
Well, there's a bo- boatload of them. There's a two-year-old, a five-month-old, a 14-year-old. I mean, they're being murdered, raped, brutalized, correct, right? It's a bunch of them. Yes, and by criminals. And, and this is the <laughs> thing. Well, you know, you guys talked about Venezuela. The gangs there are even more brutal yeah. than our gangs here. And they are coming. Some are joining our gangs. Yeah. Most are just forming up their own and committing the same type of criminal activity. And it is so much more brutal, so much more vicious. That's why crimes like arm robbery and carjacking are so uh, high. Yep, yep. And we are seeing those criminals get so violent so quickly and again they do it in part because they know not much is going to happen when they're released you're right crooked da's crooked system crooked everything else i mean you couldn't give me an all-expense paid trip to san francisco i would not take it i would not eat those green eggs and ham kids there's no way i'm going there Uh, i've been there many times but not in today's world uh it is a it is an absolute train wreck here Okay, friends, let me just take a deep breath. You take a deep breath. I take a deep breath. And we're we're, uh, talking here with uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith, uh, Lieutenant Dave Smith, who really are best in class on all of this. And you can you can see that right now. There's a few things I want to ask them here. And let me let me just uh, to preface this here on the next part of the broadcast here. And that come to my mind here. And it is, uh, you know, uh, with with all of these activities now, uh, we've been hearing comments uh, from um, uh, President Donald Trump, who has said, uh, you know, again, remember now in 2016, it was his campaign issue he ran on before today's problems. Now they've rolled everything back and opened the floodgates and just criminalized all of it and corrupted and uh, really have all of these deaths that are happening are on their hands. All the blood, all of this is on their hands. And it's sick. It's beyond comprehension. It makes me ill. It makes me so angry and so ill about these innocent people. I feel so much for that young woman that Sergeant Betsy was just talking about, her family and that young girl. It pains me to know that her life was stolen from her in a very brutal, hostile way from this piece of shit. You know, and there's a lot of those people all over the place. It shouldn't happen, friends. It should not happen. It's wrong. And so when President Trump comes out and says he's going to round up a lot of people, and, you know, Trump, he typically has follows through with things he says. So I'm going to be curious to ask Sergeant Betsy, Lieutenant Dave, how would that even look like in the real world? How would you how would they even be able to do that? Or is it possible? And if so, uh, imagine the pushback uh, from the other side of the island, Washington, D.C. Uh, they probably would have a bunch of aneurysms, which is, might be actually a good thing. <laughs> but I could see that happening right now. Don't you as well? Yeah. So that's one thing I want to ask him right there. The other thing is self-preservation. How do we all, uh, what, what are ideas and things we all need to do to protect ourselves in today's environment? I mean, we really are getting to this point now where we, we have to be careful and cautious of that. And how do we, uh, again, I know a lot of things we talked about is they, the, you know, they were just saying about, you know, the local, 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 local sheriffs, um, you know, you know, the local sheriff's office, one of the most important things. And most people avoid that, don't even pay attention to it, you know, a bunch of local school boards, local communities, local, because a lot of that stuff is local, actually, you know what I mean? Um, and that's where it's got to start and grow back up to, to um, uh, America just needs a, 
I don't know, it needs a fresh, uh, what America needs really is a slap in the ass. If I'm going to be frank with you right now, it needs a, just a slap in the ass right now, man. Jeez, you don't really know, huh? You know, but uh, wow, I could say a lot more about that, I'll tell you. Uh, well, this is an important uh, topic. It's one I'm very passionate about, clearly. I, you know, I, I don't want to see anybody to be brutalized. I, I guess my goal in this, when I, when I got into this field in media, from the corporate boardrooms to this field, it was to put justice where injustice is. It, it was to right the wrongs in our nation with our people. And that's why our mantra became liberty and justice for all from day one, actually. It's right at the top of AmericaOutloud.news. And uh, it is the, and you know, just below where the news feed is, it says, here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. My fellow Americans, I'm here to report to you, we are not doing a good job with that. We are not doing a good job. We're failing in that point right there. We're leaving a horrible situation for our children, for our grandchildren, for our offspring. There's got to be more to life than this. It shouldn't be this way. It's wrong. And I'm tired of talking about Republicans and Democrats. They're both a bunch of morons, both parties. I'm just tired of it. It just doesn't accomplish anything, friends. You know, it is we the people. It is the power of states' rights. It is time that we push back and we say enough is enough. You will listen. We pay for these clowns. And yet then they hire tens of thousands of agents to come after us, to beat the hell out of us and steal us blind. It doesn't make any sense what's happened in America. We're becoming less than a third world country at this point. It's ridiculous what's taking place. It's, not, it's, it's a sad, sad state is really what it is. You know, over the past couple of weeks, uh, last, well, several months, actually, I mean, but last uh, really uh, is the weather is really, we all enjoying a little bit better weather, I think, depending on what part of the country you're in from uh, and so on and so forth. But, you know, I, we, we take a lot of pride here with all of our esteemed doctors, uh, both medical doctors, naturopathic doctors, nurses, and really all of our hosts and living a fulfilled and healthy life. And uh, that's been right up front with America Out Loud. You know that, you know that. AmericaOutloud.shop has got all those great products in there. We've negotiated all those rates for our family of listeners and our family of readers. There's a reason we've done that. There's a new product I want to tell you about that I've been taking. I just absolutely love this product. And I started taking it about six weeks ago. I did not expect to love it, in all full disclosure with you. And they sent me all the products, and I was literally blown away with it. And I said, yes, we will represent this product at America Out Loud. And I have a lot of people trying to get in here. We don't have any room for any more. We do not need more sponsors. Uh, we just don't need them. We don't want them. Uh, so we're very selective in who we work with right now. And we've been that way right along. And everybody knows it. We have a list of people who would love to get in here. I am not. A, can't even say the names. Many of the names you know out there. But I'm not going to do that. Uh, but the product is Heal Right. Heal Right. H-E-A-L Right. If you go to Microlot News, just below the top stories, you'll see fight back with food as medicine. Now, this is something you eat. So I really like this. Dave and Betsy like it too, I bet, because you eat this and not a pill. You get tired of taking pills all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. But, you know, a lot of the things in that uh, people struggle with out there that actually become complicated, that create other health uh, problems, high blood sugar, chronic inflammation, high cholesterol, overweight's a problem. There's a lot of these things 
Uh, and it really does come back to your your metabolic system, uh, your, your 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 metabolism, and you've got to be able to uh, 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 level all that off. And again, healthy immune system. I talked to you about all. So these are two little bars. They're two little bars. They taste fantastic. They come in a little serving thing. You open it up, the package to come out. And there's so much in there. And the studies on the site are incredible. You got to go look at this thing. But there's um, a chocolate and pomegranate. It is fantastic. Lemon blueberry, fantastic. I like the fig and apple as well. There's a peanut butter one as well. I'm not a big fan of the peanut butter taste. That's just me. But everybody's got different flavors. Everybody's got different tastes. Love the others. I take them all the time. My daughter that I was telling you about at the top of the program loves them as well. She's eating them in college and all. They love them. They taste great. They help our system out our body and uh, in many, many ways. Do your own research. Never take anybody's word for it. All the products there are amazing. You get 20% off by using the code out loud. You cannot get that anywhere else but here on America Out Loud. All those products are exactly that way. So you can go to americaoutloud.shop and check all the products out. But Heal Right, brand new on the platform. Take a look, try it, feel good, get out. By the way, I've been walking four or five miles a day. As busy as I am, I get my butt out of the studio and I get out and walk four or five miles a day. And you know what? I love it. I take my little dog with me. We get out there and uh, you know what? Just love it, love it, love it. Get out and see what the hell is going on in the world, man. Call it the sidewalks of America. Anybody give me any stuff or try any criminal, I'll bitch slap them all away from here to you know where kingdom come. Stay right there, friends. More Voice of a Nation in just a moment. Listen to Malcolm, the Voice of a Nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com slash OutLoud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OutLoud for 20% off. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop. That's AmericaOutloud.shop and use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use Cofix RX because it works. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. 
So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Join you back here on the Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. Uh, thank you for joining me on the mission, friends. Uh, it's a privilege to be with you. And uh, so today, what is the state of crime in America? I started with a very personal story. If you missed that, go back and catch it. I don't share that to be funny or anything else. I typically don't like to share that stuff, but I, I think it was important to share how I think a lot of people can relate to how I felt. It, it is not worth the price of any life. It's not worth the price of your child's life or life of a loved one, a friend, or anyone else for that matter, uh, to be careless in any regard in today's world. We have to take extra precaution to say and secure our loved ones in every way that we can. And that's what I'm talking about here. Now we're joined today uh, by uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith is here, uh, Lieutenant Dave Smith are both with me. And, um, they have a, a terrific career, both of them in law enforcement, and uh, bring a, a, a different uh, vibe to the conversation. All right, let's jump right into it now, guys. So I want to talk about, let's go right to the migrant crisis, which is a very serious crisis. Not the only thing I want to talk about today, but it's one of the things. Okay, so Trump puts this out there that he could run them all up, do that. Listen, I, I'm going to tell you right now, you can call me whatever you want, but you can also call me a constitutionalist, an American, a patriot, a Christian, a person who cares about life, a person who will go the extra mile, but a person that is not willing to lie down and take this thing lying down, period, end stop. So Trump's idea, guys, about rounding them up, getting them out, you know, that may resonate with a lot of people. Of course, it's going to irritate, it's going to piss off some people on the other side because they make him into a big a supremacist and a this and a that and the other. Like he's supposed to love criminals. Yeah, send me as many of those criminal gangs as you can so we don't call you a supremacist. I mean, their logic is ridiculous, ridiculous. They call anybody on the other side all kinds of names. Call me whatever the hell you want to call me. I don't really give a rat's ass. In the meantime, I'm going to secure the country and secure my kids in the process. So, Dave, how could he do that? How could that happen? Is it feasible? And uh, or is he just blowing smoke? No, no, it's quite feasible. You know, the, the, the issue is, is that we have a, a system where we have cut the local law enforcement out completely. Remember when Arizona passed 1070 years ago, uh, you know, during Joe Arpaio, our sheriff up in Phoenix, uh, the Maricopa County, our famous sheriff, you know, um, we had a right during traffic stops to request, is this person uh, a citizen or not? Are they illegally in the United States? You know, uh, we just, we've had judges here in Arizona saying that you can vote without any ID or proof of citizenship in, in federal elections. But at the same time, 
if you're illegally in the United States, you know, you're going to come in contact with people regularly. We need to enforce it, the E-Verify. Anybody who's going to hire somebody needs to make sure it's a legitimate uh, person in the United States. We come in police contact with people time and time again where we can't ask or inquire. Where some simple changes, we could do that. And law enforcement uh, would see a vast increase. You got almost a million law enforcement officers in the United States, and most of them have been cut out of that process. And this is the kind of thing where I think Trump is right very quickly. Plus, I think when people can't get a job, they will uh, de-immigrate the United States and leave us, Good. go back to their homeland. Good. Not that not the Venezuelans, because the criminal element, of course, they can't even go back now. The no, Venezuela won't take them, as you know. They, they, no, they're they're not taking back, it. They don't, no. What the hell do they want them for? They don't want them. No, no, no. but yeah. we're going to end up housing them. I get tired of people telling me about incarceration rates. Forget incarceration rate. They took a victim rate. That's the thing that's important to me as a law enforcement officer. Who are the victims? How many victims do we have? You know, all these people talking about how many people are in prison. Well, they're in prison because yeah. they committed criminal acts. Yeah. You know, I have an idea, Dave, to share with you. How about we take, a, since Venezuela won't take them, let's put them all on a planes. And we can even put parachutes on them and push them out of the planes. And we'll drive <laughs> them right over to Cuba and give Cuba the repay for the 80s and drop them right into freaking Cuba. What do you think about that idea? Good idea. I think that yeah, turnabout's fair play, right? Here, you yeah. Cubans. Uh, here's your here's our here's yeah. our criminal element. We're giving them to you. Yeah, just drop them right out of the planes. They don't want to go just push them off, give them a, give them a parachute and a, and, a, and a couple of saltine crackers for the journey. <laughs> All right. So, Sergeant Betsy, keeping it real now, let's get to... Um, Give us an idea, please, of from the National Police Association's um, point of view and uh, talking about crime as a whole in the country. Where are we at right now? What are the stats? What are the data? What is happening? Uh, where Where is America at right now with crime? One of the biggest issues that we have, Malcolm, is crime reporting. There, We are at a point now where it's very difficult to trust our federal government. Our federal government, through the FBI, um, gathers uh, crime information, reported crime information from police departments around the country. So if you look at 2022, that's the last big um, report that the FBI put out. It shows 1.7% decline, 1.7% decline in uh, 2022 as compared to 2021. The problem is that same federal government, the same Department of Justice, does a national crime victimization survey. And that survey says crime was up during the exact same time report, 44%. So who are we supposed to believe? So that's why I encourage people to look locally. You know, every police department puts out statistics. But for example, the NYPD, you know, they recently put out uh, crime is going down. And yet we saw in Staten Island, crime is going up 150%. We had the issue in Kansas City, Missouri, where, you know, the mayor was touting right before the Kansas City Chiefs parade shooting that crime was going down. Yet after the shooting, we discovered that they had record homicide rates. So you've got to look locally at what is happening. But generally speaking, in most blue cities in this nation, 
crime is on the rise. The difference is it fluctuates. For example, in Chicago, homicide is down slightly. Shootings are up. And that's the problem that we have with crime statistics. So we want people to understand that you've got to look at your prosecutor's office. You've got to understand who your police leadership is and what their goals are and who who leads your police department, not your police chief or your commissioner. It's the mayor in whatever city you happen to live in. Local politics is more critical than ever before when it comes to crime and policing. Yeah, well, like you mentioned that country. girl in Georgia, uh, Sergeant Betsy, and um, that, that girl in Georgia and uh, the, the mayor there and uh, the police and, and their uh, idea to be a sanctuary city. I've seen a town hall where you've probably seen it as well, Betsy, where the uh, citizens were just ready to just kick their asses. Did you see that by chance? Yeah, they, they were, were screaming at the mayor and calling yeah. him a liar. And and, the, uh, yeah. and that's the thing, because, yeah. you know, we just had a legislator yeah. in uh, Katie Porter in California who uh, made a statement the other day that uh, the murder of Lake and Riley was just one bad situation that happened. And we shouldn't yeah. get so excited about one bad situation. Again, one of the things that we're seeing with this National Crime Victimization Survey is that young people are being victimized more than ever before. That's the group that we need to engage in this. That's right. Because if we can engage young people, if we can get them to understand that this will affect them personally, then we can do something about it. But people need to make plans to be able to protect themselves malcolm that's right that's right you have to have an extra strategy you have to have a plan yeah, you have the to have a thought process not doing a great job no, government sucks you can't count on government to tie the shoestrings properly uh Sacha betsy let me tell you i don't know if you're aware of this but and you may be but let me share with you something i reported on this i believe it was last weekend on viewpoint this sunday i believe but these are real stats and they're stunning here um fiscal year 2023 follow me on this and if you don't you may want to take these stats and do, do something with them but fiscal year 2023 Stats directly from ICE and CBP. So this is right from the horse's mouth or the horse's ass, depending on how you want to look at it, Betsy. Okay. Uh, but based on that, Venezuelan deportations, listen to this here. Uh, this These numbers are shocking. 2023 fiscal year, 335,000 encounters just from Venezuela, the deep, right there. And they've deported only 834 of that 335,000. Now, I mean, they, not, yeah, they, they're not families. They're not asylum seekers. They're not maybe not whatever, but there are a lot of criminal gangs in there. And I shared with you so far this year, it was shared with me, 15,000 criminal alien gang members have been arrested so far this year. Yeah, 15,000, you can see, fits very nicely into that other big number I have up front. And the rest of them, a whole bunch, hundreds of thousands of more criminals, they just haven't been apprehended yet or struck yet, but they will. So look at those numbers there. I mean, that's stunning when you talk about just one country, Venezuela. And we've got the problem with the Chinese nationals and all these other military-aged men from all these countries. I mean, what do you get that's going on, Sergeant Betsy, with all this? What do you think? 
Well, when we look at uh, the, you know, the low number of uh, deportations or turning illegals around, what they uh, the government tells us is, oh, they're put on parole. They use euphemistically call it parole. In other words, they're given their phone and their app and their papers and uh, they're told to come back, you know, in 10 years when they have a court date. In the meantime, Malcolm, in my native Chicago, arrests of Venezuelans has surged over 2,500, 2,500% wow. 2, wow. because they are coming here and they are bringing their criminal activity here. So, you know, I had a conversation with Mark Morgan just the other yep. day. He yep. was the acting director of CBP. Yep. And I asked him, Mark, what do we, how do we do mass deportations what trump is talking about what it's going to okay. take all right to turn this around and mark said to me betsy we're gonna do it one at a time ah. and i, like I believe I like we're going to have to as americans have the intestinal fortitude to do that we're going to need the stomach to do that but i want everybody to think about that yeah. video you just yeah. saw about a yeah. week and a half ago yeah. of the nypd going into a migrant shelter to try and arrest one guy yeah. on a warrant and they got jumped and kicked and beat and the yeah. warrant was for beating up a police yeah. officer yeah. Yeah. so it is going to be a well, war on our streets it's going to be a fight malcolm well listen listen well listen listen one thing i will say to you sergeant betsy and if you and dave need some extra hands i have i have a lot of intestinal fortitude by the way just so you know okay I just, i'm just putting that out there for you okay just putting that out there and i don't back down easy for sure especially when it comes to justice right now so let's now take our time in the minutes we have left. This is kind of important. I promise people I want to talk about things we can do. We need to do. Let's stay with you a moment, Sachevitz, before we get to Dave. And let's just tell me, let's keep it real. Keep it honest. Let's keep it direct to people. We're talking to the American people right now. We our safety, security in our life is most important, Betsy. I, I, whether we offend somebody or not, I don't really care. And they don't. People should not care. What do we got to do right now? How do we protect ourselves and our families? What do you what do you recommend? What is the what does the National Police Association recommend? What do we do? Just in your day to day life, get your head out of your phone. Pay attention to what's going on. If you are so desire, get armed. But if you get armed, Get trained, pay attention to what's going on around you and where you are at. We have got to stop looking at everyone as, oh, they're just going to be nice. Nobody's going to attack me, things like that. And then, of course, you have to vote properly, Malcolm. Yes, 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 yes. And what does that mean, my fellow Americans? It means this, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, independent, or anything else, just vote that you love, if you love your country, you love your life. Vote, vote America first. Vote your country first. Vote whatever. I, I, yeah, whatever. I don't want to talk about whatever MAGA red. I don't want really to give rats ass about all this. Just vote your country first. Vote America first. Vote your constitution. Vote your safety, security. Vote, vote, vote. And you know what? Do what the Democrats vote. Do. Well, let's play hardball. Let's vote 10, 15 times and vote from the graveyard as well as we got to do it to win. You know, Dave, there's more than one way to, to, to get back at them. You know, you got to fight fire with fire. All right. So you yeah. tell me how do I, I'm just I, I know I sound like a real smart ass, but I'm tired of being on the losing end with the Marxist left day. And if it takes having to jump into the pit of, of, of minutia and throw it back at their faces, count me in. Exactly. You know, Malcolm, this is exactly right. You know, everybody listening, you have to understand, you know, Betsy was talking about, you need to harden the target against criminal criminals. Look for soft targets, make your family and yourself a hard target. 
but also hold your current politicians accountable. Why aren't they enforcing the law? Why, if, if, again, whether your representative is a Democrat or a Republican, they they pay attention to phone calls. I've had so many Congress people tell me, look, I get calls and I pay attention to those calls. But at the state level, at the city level, go to your city councils, go to your board of supervisors. And when the sheriff is running for sheriff, find out, does that sheriff believe in law and order? Does that sheriff believe in the Constitution? Does that sheriff believe in enforcing the laws and punishing criminals? Because we have that whole mindset now in this country of of, uh, of justice is somehow supposed to be a rehabilitative act. No, it's a retribution. You commit crime, you get punished. That's the only way, folks, in all of human history, the only successful remedy for crime was punishment. We knew that in 1994. We had a horrible crime rate. We passed the crime bill. We started punishing criminals, and it filled up the prisons. And by 2010, we had the lowest crime rate in our history. And that's when the Dems started attacking uh, the incarceration rates instead of. And that's exactly what's happened. We've de-incarcerated. We've emptied the prisons, and now we're paying the price. But what's worse is the open border is bringing in millions of new potential criminal suspects. We don't know who they are. Yes, yeah, some of them are good. Everybody always says that caveat. Well, you know, most of them are nice people. Well, we wouldn't know that because nobody's done a background. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't know that because we don't know where they went. And this is a whole problem with this. Every if, if folks could be with us every day, Malcolm, at the airport, yeah. Yeah. when we see the special line of people, yeah. these people don't look friendly. They don't look happy to be here. And no. they sure don't look like families. Yeah, yeah, very much so, very much so. All right, listen, I know you both have to get to a gig at the top of the hour, and we're just winding down here. Last 30 seconds here, both of you. Sergeant Betsy, when I ask you the question, 30 seconds, what is the state of crime in America? What do you say to that? The state of, of crime in America, Malcolm, is on the rise and at a level that we have not seen in my lifetime. We know what to do about it. Mm -hmm. You've got to let the American law enforcement officer and those who lead them do what we know we need to do. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Dave, same thing. What is the state of crime in America, brother? I'll tell you what, it's outrageous, and this this increase is just so dramatic, and they're hiding it from you folks. Don't accept the lies. Deny the lies. Demand the truth, and take action on your own. If you're waiting for somebody else to save you, you're you're out of luck. you got to take control of your future, your family's future, and vote your mind that we want to have safe and productive communities, and also take care of your family. Harden the target. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you both. You both are incredible. It's such a uh, an honor to call you both friends and the privilege to always have you here. Uh, Sergeant Betsy Smith, Lieutenant Dave Smith, they are indeed best in class and we, we really appreciate uh, all of their efforts and advice here, friends. Make sure you're listening to Viewpoint this Sunday on the weekend. And uh, friends, it's all back at AmericaOutLoud.News. Let's do it. Now, we're fighting hard. We're fighting hard for liberty and justice for all of us. God bless us. Thank you for staying here with me on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. <laughs>